your best Mick Jagger out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Start me up, baby. Yeah. You make a grown man cry, Frank. That's right. Of course I do. I've made several in the last few days. There's no doubt. There's an energy out there. I'm feeling <laughs> wicked. I'm feeling mean, baby. I'll tell you what, man. A grown man was making me cry today. Fucking stupid fucking teacher. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right, man. I, it might have been the one time I I actually almost punched a teacher in the face. And I think nobody would have blamed me for it. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think these days kids get away with it. There's that video of the guy, uh, you know, <laughs> smashing a chair on a teacher's back. And then there's one dude, he's like going to court right now. The guy who murdered or nearly murdered a teacher over like with his Nintendo Switch or something like that. Really? Yeah. Man, it's dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous out uh, there these for teachers. kids. But, dude, the t- no wonder the kids are stupid and crazy. The teachers are just as dumb. Yeah. Just as dumb. Dude, I had to fucking work on a, uh, had to work on a drain line. It only went to the engineer's bathroom and the teacher bathroom, right? All right. Yeah, man. So, closed all the doors, locked all the doors, turned off the water to the toilets. All right, now I'm clear. I open up the pipe in the basement. Shouldn't be no water coming in, right? That's right. All, man. Of, a, all of a sudden, I hear a toilet flush. I jump off the ladder because this just tidal wave of toilet water, toilet paper, and turds just come out of the hole that I'm working in. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? Yes. I'm at the bottom of the pipe for these toilets, right? I love I, this. You've described this occurring in other scenarios before, and, you know, to people who don't have to deal with it, quite humorous. I'm not going to lie. It's a funny image. Oh, uh, no, dude, this gets, this gets hilarious. Because I, I run upstairs. I'm obviously oh, yeah. angry. All right. I, I run upstairs, and, I, and who, who the, who's using the toilet? You guys use the toilet? The engineer goes, no, that's impossible. I turned off the water. I locked the doors. We go, and out comes... Just a typical Chicagoan. <laughs> I mean, fat, stupid, and he's a teacher. And yeah, yeah. he goes, oh, is that why you guys locked the door and turned off the water? I had to go get a screwdriver to turn the water back on. Wow. If you had to go get it, like nothing in your mind during that scenario was like, maybe I shouldn't use this, this toilet. I mean, this man was determined to shit. <laughs> Not only that. The only reason I was still working, dude, because I was doing like three hours already at that point. I'm pulling out wipes, just like gobs of wipes. And when this guy flushed the toilet, a fucking giant ball of baby wipes huh. came down. Oh, no, right? man. <laughs> so now not only did you flush the toilet on me, now I know you're the asshole that clogged the fucking pipe. Wow. He's, uh, he's wiping his ass with baby wipes? This very large fella. Oh, no, man. And you know, large fellas, they can't reach around good, so they always use too much toilet paper, and in this case, wipes. I mean, he was using... I could literally see... Like, it comes down. I could see like how big your, yeah. your ball was when you wipe. You know what I mean? Because I got three distinct balls. I know you wiped your ass three times. Like... That's funny. I'm uh, I consider myself somewhat of a conservationist when it goes to my ass wiping, but you know I don't have to uh, traverse a lot of territory downstairs. Mm. Well, no. See, this is where the army comes. <laughs> Everybody needs to do two years in the army just so you learn how to wipe your ass. But three, four squares, fold them up. That's all you need. If it's one ply, single ply, I'll give you six squares. You know, it's weird. I, it I feel like I just live like I'm in the army. I think that's what I'm doing in my life. <laughs> well, you grew up poor. Same, same. Yeah, same, same. I, yeah, I know. I'm, I eat barely. I run five miles a day. I get up at the crack ass of dawn. You know, I barely wipe my ass with enough toilet paper because, you know, I feel like I'm on some sort of regiment, right? That's how yeah, I live, man. Would have made a good soldier. Dude, anyways, <laughs> three hours later, I'm working. I, I, was, I was all day on this fucking pipe, man. It was brutal because I just... The problem when you got a clog of wet wipes, it builds up. So now you could have 10. This was about 10, about 15 feet of the pipe was just jam-packed with wipes. Yeah, but I got a lot and of the, questions here, man. Like, are these oh, yeah, wipes yeah. readily available in each bathroom stall? Like, does, is no, this guy bringing No, was bringing them in because he did it for his yes. little fucking ass. All right, Yeah, all he right. brought this in himself. He's bringing them in. That's the best part. Dude, it gets better because... Now, I got to go in with the rotter. It only goes in into the, like, 
the 10 foot clock it'll only go in maybe six inches and then you can't dig anymore because your head is just covered with rags so you literally got to pull out like just balls of rags at a time that's the only way to heinous sounding but i'm glad our listeners out there are hearing about you know the trials and tribulations of people who have to pull out your weirdo shit you're flushing down the toilet think twice before you flush out there people because I got to pull out all your fucking wipes just so I could get to the clog and then break up the clog with the rotter. Think about it. You know what I mean? So as I'm pulling out this asshole's wipes, they put a sign on the door handle said out of order. And then they put caution tape over the door in an X pattern. Nice. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turned off the water to the toilet. Locked the door. Three hours later, that same f- went back and took a shit. Wow! Flushed it on me again. This time, I had the camera in the sewer. So now, I even played it later on. The principal wanted to see it. Oh, this is incredible. You had an actual live image of inside the man's bunghole? No, no, live footage of the pipe where you hear the flush. (laughs) And then, like, 30 seconds later, you see this giant ball of uh, wet wipes. Yes! Goes right in front. It goes past my camera and then just... Stops at the at the, <laughs> at the shift and because the the pipe was a little broke, it had a shift. But they just stop right there, and then the water starts building up. So it live time. I caught you clogging the pipe. This is beautiful. I I absolutely love this, man. We need more <laughs> of this. Then, I wish you had actually set up a tripod camera in the upstairs bathroom to like watch oh, him getting the, out of the stall. You know, like maybe that's pre- the you know dude, you know I he had... doesn't wash his hands. He's a guy who doesn't wash, man. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> No, dude, it became a CSI thing. Like, even I, I was actually like, I felt that the principal was so upset that I had got shit on twice, literally by the same guy. <laughs> wow. Dude, he went and got the surveillance tape. Yes, I love this so much. Oh. Matched up the time footage with my video. So you could literally see this guy time for time on two videos. It's like CSI, dude. You see him walk up to the bathroom. Rip down the caution tape. Oh my god! Open the door and yes. go inside. And then, like thirty seconds later, you see my camera stop. You hear because you hear the toilet. It's beautiful. And then you see him clog up the pipe. <laughs> poetry in motion. That's what this is right here. It was. It was so fucking yeah. funny. Man. But you know what? It did make me think about. I, I really am like the artist of the plumbing world, dude. Because. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Continue. I'm excited for this. You are the the Salvador <laughs> yeah. Dali of the plumbers in Chicago. Because when I had while this was all going on, I was completely covered in shit. Just brown water splattered all over me. So I couldn't Sounds really awful. touch my phone wow. or my headphone. Yikes. I was actually afraid to take my headphones out because I didn't want to get the water in my ears. All right. Yeah, and, you don't uh, want you want to avoid that ear infection. Absolutely. So just, you know, it went through the list, and uh, I forgot who it was. I think it was like the moth came on or something. I don't even know why I still... You talking about a little Mo action? Uh, no, Moth Radio, the oh, podcast. Okay, I gotcha. The moth was some fruitcake a... talking about, like, this picture he took, you know? He's, All right, yeah. It's like this long story about how he spent eight weeks in a tree. Wow. <laughs> he had to send his shit down in a bag and then lift his food up the ropes and he sat there also that he could get the perfect picture of this bird wow right? he was, really oh uh, yeah that's you know, alright but then while he was doing that dude I'm eight eight hours it took me nine and a half hours right I'm talking rotting pulling back shit getting sprayed just fighting all so that I could get that click that just that final proof that the pipe is broken and exactly where it is and then once I got the picture, it's literally exactly like you did. I took the picture. That was it. Reel up the hose, reel up the camera, everything, pack it up. We're good to go. <laughs> wow. Because that's all I have to do is prove that it's broken. You know what I mean? And then I locate it, and now, we, you know. You send in the team. The crew does their job. And then they come in, they dig yeah, up the parking lot. And, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you know you've reached an uh, elevated status in your employment. Uh, currently, but also I can't get over the fact that this guy, right? He goes in there, he does the flush, uh, you know, the camera. I I really wish there was an in the bathroom camera of this dude 
you know, I want to see his arrangement. He probably has like a little satchel or something that he carries in there and he unzips it and he's got everything he needs, the wipes, probably Oh, I didn't even think about you know, that. Like, he's got this whole, oh, probably has this whole, you know, setup going on where, you know, he's taking a deuce. I mean, this guy, he sounds like a man who is, he's dropping, you know, he's dropping the the Browns off to the Super Bowl multiple times a day here, so I feel oh, that's, as no, if... No, that's why I couldn't believe it. Like, I was more mad that you're taking three shits a day. Not only did you shit on me three times, you're taking three shits a day? This is what our... T- and you guys are asking for a raise every year? Fuck you, teachers. And, and, and how could you possibly be teaching these kids? You know what he says, his excuse was for the last flush? I thought the caution tape was for Halloween. Oh wow! So he, you know, he went in there for the third oh. time, and he's sitting there, and he's he's just cranking out a couple dookies, and he's like, "Man, I'm gonna have to come up with a really juicy excuse for this one. <laughs> They've caught me twice now, so I gotta really like, I gotta go with it on this guy, you know." So oh, he no, that, goes the Halloween route. I, I love it, man. I didn't even. I messed it up because the it was actually the third. The first time I didn't even say anything really. Okay, so you, you just I thought it was an accident. It, yes. I went upstairs. I couldn't find it, and the door was locked again. So I was like, "Well, maybe it's just." You know, something, I don't know. But then it was the second well, time when we Mike, caught it, was, and then the third time he did it again. We're talking Halloween. Again. You could have chalked up that first one to some sort of Casper-like spirit floating around in the upstairs hallways, dropping some dookies on you. <laughs> some some ghost, some ghost doo-doo, right? <laughs> it was terrible, dude. And then the whole time, there's obviously a crack in the pipe right above my head, just dripping the smelliest water. I smelled so bad when I got mm. home. This was a this was a triple scrubber, dude. I scrubbed three times today in the shower. Triple scrubber, yeah. yeah. I believe yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I feel it. I actually just hearing you talk about it. I'm taking a shower as we're doing the show. I had to just <laughs> jump in there. Excuse, excuse the echo for a moment, but man, did I have to get clean just listening to that? Well, the dude. Now I understand why these teachers need to make more money, and you know they are so. In poor health, they're probably eating fast food and, you know, just crap all the time to the point where they're, you know, just shitting three times a day. Uh, (laughs) I mean, the whole time I'm there, I I didn't take a single shit. Not a single shit. That's right. So you had to shit on me three times? How do you even find the time? Well, you know, I'm I'm big on the, I do my deucing in the morning and I evacuate the house and I feel good for the rest of the day. You know what that is, man? That's uh, you're eating too much. Like, I really noticed once I stopped eating breakfast, I started doing the fasting. Yeah. Dude, it's one good shit. It's not like, you know, four times. Sometimes it's runny. Sometimes, you know what I mean? No, it's just like one good shit and you're good for the day. The reason doctors had to push the, no, no, you should be having your stool session uh, two to three times a day is because the entire health institution was forcing three meals a day on people, even though it made no sense. It was just making money for everyone in the egg and weed industry and the cereal industry. Now, dude, I think people are waking up to the idea, like, hey, you know, I shouldn't be stuffing my fat face all day long. Like, maybe I should just, like, take a few hours of the day and not eat some food, right? <laughs> my food digest. Yeah, I feel try- better. My Why don't I let my body relax. work through some of this meat in me, you know? <laughs> like, Dude, all the do- the doctors are like anybody that knows anything about medicine. They still tell me like, no, no, three shits is normal. Like that's you're supposed to you eat three times, you should shit three times. Yeah, it's like, just I, I, I don't know. Much. Yeah, I think we're consuming a lot in general. All I, mean, I was shitting so much, I could t- I could tell what I was shitting. Like it still smelled like the burrito. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Yeah. I, my body was just like, get it out of here. It's too much. Oh man, yeah. Well, and that's I feel uh, I feel bad for this fella, and I feel bad for you in that moment. But you know, the teachers are in tough times, and you know, this guy he's getting paid to deuce. I you know he's kind of my hero. He's taking three shits a day, and he's on the clock. That's, that's a smart guy right there. He knows how to take his breaks. All right. He probably does have to like go to the bathroom really bad in the morning, but he's like in a hurry. He kisses his wife goodbye. He's like, no, I got to get to work. I got to shit. Right. <laughs> that's a great bet. Oh, that's the other thing, dude. This guy teaches. It's a huge high school. This guy <laughs> teaches on the far end. Total. Like you couldn't get any farther and comes all. He has to go oh, outside man. because they're doing construction. Oh, one yeah. of those sections. So he literally has to go outside, come back in to use this bathroom. 
and he decides he's got to use this bathroom. Yeah, this is Fuck fascinating. Asshole, We've spent dude. 10 minutes on one man's bowel movements. This is pretty incredible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is riveting stuff. You're lucky you only had to hear about it for 10 minutes. I had to wear it for eight hours. Yeah, it's, so. this is true. And also, I mean, there's nothing going on in the world. Nothing. <laughs> we got nothing else to talk about, people. <laughs> Come to the dude man for the topics that really matter, folks. We call it the topic du jour. You know what I'm saying here? <laughs> My God. This is good stuff. No, I really enjoy it. I, I don't think people understand what goes on in the world of the men and women out there working hard for their dollars and cents. They're uh, putting in the effort to make the system beneath us that we don't see often hum it's working it's a greased machine and you need mm. professionals like mike here uh, to show up at your establishment and figure out what's going on and get shit on and then you know make it work that's how that's how uh, this yeah. country works man that's what makes us uh better than the rest come uh, on man don't you think i'm an artist though I take that picture. You should see sometimes that what I have to go through just to get the picture. You are like, you I would call a chartiste. <laughs> hey oh, yeah! <laughs> Folks, this is for free. You get this stuff for free, baby. And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> that, that just, you got you deserve that one. You deserve that you one. You are the chartiste, my man. And I you know, I can't take full credit for that one. There is world famously the fartiste. Uh, and he was from France back in the eight, late 1800s. He was world-renowned. He traveled in some circuses and did many theatric performances where he would, uh, you know, perform wonders that you could not imagine with uh, his flatulence and his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the fartiste. And I'm not making it up. You could Google it. He is the fartiste. It's a real thing. This is a real person. This is not some juvenile college dorm room concept. This is historically a man. He's the fartiste. He was in France, and he was he was very well known, and, and people loved him. I, in fact, think he was a ladies' man of his time. You know, he was like the Led Zeppelin of his era. Oh wow! The yeah, he headlined at the Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Yeah, Le Pet What was straight. the guy's name? <laughs> yeah, Le Pet yeah, yeah, the gas maniac. <laughs> Yes, the translation. Folks, I don't remember my parents' birthdays. Uh, I don't even remember my anniversary with my own fiance. But you know what I remembered? La Petame, uh, the fartiste. <laughs> and you even did a trip to France in high school. You don't remember anything? <laughs> Except La Petame. Well, we all know it was just some grand homosexual rendezvous that I was a part of, right? That's kind of the, uh, <laughs> the whole get down in France with Macron. <laughs> Is that your croissant? No, that's my croissant. Come on. Ha-ha. Wee-wee. <laughs> yeah, they could both fit. Uh, well, either way, we were just talking about teachers and schools. Teachers are in a tough way, man. I think what we need to do for the teachers and just we got to stop thinking about the students, man. We got to think about the teachers, right? What we need for the teachers is to shut down the schools and go on strike. Thousands of teachers and school staffers went on strike today in Portland, Oregon, canceling school for about I mean, have you had one year? Has there been one solid year since 2020? <laughs> I literally thought, dude, the clip itself, it's 15 seconds, and I thought, hmm, we're going to get about four seconds into it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I, I just thought about that, like, poor... I swear to God, you just got back from COVID. You're psycho, bro. This is, this is exactly what I was thinking when I saw this. Like, have you even ended the COVID restrictions in your schools yet? It's Portland. <laughs> I assume they're still masking and social distancing and doing half on, half off, right? Homeschooling here. I mean, you worked for literally three months. <laughs> Out of five years, three months. You're going to go on a week vacation in a couple weeks. You know what I mean? Dude, and then I really started thinking about it. Like, you just had summer vacation. It's That's barely, what I mean. It's barely November. You just did summer break. You, three months. You've worked three months. In two weeks, you're going to have a week off for Thanksgiving. You come back for four weeks, and then you're off for two weeks for Christmas. No, they come back for three weeks and, come ba- and are off for two weeks. Oh, it's like, dude, when do you guys work? Do you guys ever work? And then you get the snow days. I don't remember this, dude. Chicago Public Schools took two days off last week for Report Card Day. Oh, two my days. God. 
I, yeah, that would have been good for us so we can get our ass beaten in for one day, and then we get the second day to kind of lick our wounds, right? <laughs> and then you know, go back to school. Come back Monday, act tough. That's right. Yeah. He's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, people. We grew up at a time where you got beat for being a jackass kid, and you know what? It was it was good for you. I deserved every slap. <laughs> and not just us. Our friends got beat harder. Let me uh, assure oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The best was when, like, you know, you steal the dad's car, you roll into the driveway two in the morning, and he's got the belt in hand, and he looks at you, and he says, Frank, go home. And then you just hear him beating your, uh, your friend in the <laughs> distance, and you're running home, praying to God he didn't call your dad. And you know what? You roll through that bedroom window, and there's dad waiting with that belt. <laughs> the, best part is, the best part is you and that guy, you and your buddy, you just spend like four hours, man. Cruising in the middle smoking of the night, weed, yeah. smoking <laughs> weed, talking about how you're boys forever, man. We're brothers for life. Never let you down, bro. I'll never, you know what I mean. Never throw you under the bus. The minute you see that dead at the parking lot, you're that's it. Not even his friend anymore. <laughs> I don't even know the guy. I can't help you on this one, buddy. Oh man, uh, that's how it goes. Or it used to be. Nowadays, maybe that's why everyone's so soft nowadays, right, man? Because you didn't have the, you didn't fear the parents. Parents are your best friend now. Yeah, they're trying to be. You don't even fear the teachers anymore, right? The teachers don't. The teachers want to be at school less often than you do as a as a student now. Oh, I can't believe this clip. Finish this clip. All this right. is. All right. Dollars a year are demanding higher pay. Uh, let me go back a little. It's the numbers outrageous. Salary is eighty-two thousand dollars a year are demanding higher pay, more time to plan lessons, and a cap on class sizes. The union has advised parents to make plans for childcare, while eighty-one schools in the district are closed. They need a cap on class sizes because what they always omit from these reports is that nobody wants to be a teacher anymore because you had to get the vaccine to be a teacher. That and every time they do this strike, in order to pay teachers more money, they have to fire teachers. Man, they, they make on average $82,000 a year in Portland? That's pretty good for a teacher, man. You're only working like eight months. We just covered it. No, I think it's less, right? Like, you get the two weeks. Oh, the days off. You got the, the spring break. Days. You got the report card days. You got the rain days, uh, the rain delays. Oh, that's baseball. Sorry. You got the snow days. Um, you get, I think they just get random days. We used to get random half days. That's when school started going downhill is when we were there. And they just started just popping in these random days off because the teachers didn't feel like teaching. And I can't tell you how many times. You know how teachers are. They never grew out of school. So they still do like, like you go in on these uh, institute days or whatever. Like I'm there to work. The teacher will be like, oh, hey, hey, hey. oh just because the kids aren't here. These are the hardest days we work. <laughs> and it's like, no, and then by, no. And then by, by, by 11 o'clock, they're all fucking eating pizza in the break room. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? That's right, man. That's the problem. And then you get the science teacher, the fat dude down the hallway who's constantly running across the uh, schoolyard there <laughs> dropping three shits a day. <laughs> hey, yo. I mean, they put the out of order sign on the door handle. <laughs> so you, to, just to unlock the door, you had to rip down the out, out of order sign. I, I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He was sitting there on the toilet just... Pinching that loaf, smiling to himself, thinking, you're out of order? No, 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 I'm out of order. <laughs> <laughs> this whole school's out of this order. This whole school's out of order. <laughs> I mentioned it I briefly here. Uh, baseball has concluded officially, folks. It's true. Yours truly here, one and only, way off on his World <laughs> Series prediction. <laughs> Let's get, let's, I got a quickie. 
the World Series, there is a lone star in Major League Baseball. The Texas Rangers finally won their first championship in a 63-year franchise history. They beat the Arizona Diamondbacks by a score of 5-0 to take the series four games to one. All right, there it is. It was the Texas Rangers over the Arizona Diamondbacks. I got to say, didn't see this one coming. Not at all. Whoever threw down the money early on in the season won the big one i apologize to anybody betting on cubs over the yankees in six <laughs> i repeat cubs over the yankees in six i uh i was about i was as close to that one as i was with justin fields leading the chicago bears to the playoffs uh, uh yeah. here in the in this you season. said playoffs for sure for, who the bears or the cubs the bears okay good good i think it's <laughs> i think we still have a chance i'm a secret bajant man myself Hey, uh, uh. yeah, so I was way off. However, um, ESPN, as they do every season, the day after the World Series, they release their standings for the next season where they see the teams and all that. Uh, Texas ranks two, number two behind the Braves, who still have the best lineup. Shockingly, though, I thought this was incredible. Number nine, Chicago Cubs. Hmm. They have a lot of faith in the mainstream sports world that the Cubs will be a major contender next year. And I, I am actually going to double down on my <laughs> on my <laughs> prediction. I'm doing it here right now. You got your pen ready? Write it down, Mike. I got it, all right? Uh, You're I'm hearing waiting. it. Next year, World Series. Cubs. Over the Yankees in six. You heard it here first. <laughs> Beautiful. I think we need Take a, it to the bank, people. MLB needs a classic showdown between old school, hundred year plus titans of the game. We we need a classic in the fall. It just didn't feel the, the same with this one. Rangers versus Diamondbacks. Not really storied franchises. Both dome teams in the deserts. It just didn't have that fall classic feel to it. You know what I mean? So I think what we and the country will need next year, especially around this time, we will be reeling from the 2024 election outcomes. Uh, we will need to heal a classic <laughs> Chicago v. New York World Series matchup. I'm telling you. So it's in the books, folks. You heard it here. Cubs over Yankees in six. Can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. We'll see what happens. We'll see. That is oh, crazy. Man. Yeah, next year it's going to be the election. We're in for Oof. big 2024. There's going to be some weird stuff. I imagine some sort of new pandemic. They like to release them every four years when we have a presidential election. And, too fresh, and too fresh. you're right. So this must be the year of the alien invasion, the Project Blue Beam. I have to say we've kind of really angled that way as a public. You do recall over the last six months or so, and we are goldfish. It's easy to forget, but we did have a lot of alien UFO talk going on. Then it's disappeared because we're almost on the cusp of World War Three. What if we're in the midst of waging a World War III and the aliens show up? Well, uh, whose side do you think they're on, Hamas or Israel? Well, the, the, the blue beam thing, I think it's supposed to be a, a, a leading, like a leader emerges who is going to convince all the religions it's their uh, messiah and everyone will bow to this new world order. Mm. So it'll, it'll be a spectacular image. I can only imagine it'll be some sort of beam of light with thunderous clouds and lightning coming out of the east, and some bearded figure in a robe will emerge. <laughs> it'll be glorious for everybody. His skin will, that, will be... Is that know. Bill Gates? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say, like, or in my head I'm thinking, like, uh, how could they screw up this whole thing, right? The pl Project Blue Beam, like, because the Biden administration and, and these modern NATO administrations across the globe, they're so infected with the wokeism. 
that <laughs> the wokeism kind of screws up their agenda in a lot of ways. Every time. You know, it, it's just like they're sabotaging themselves with woke. And so I kind of wonder, like, what would they do with this, like, fake Jesus Messiah thing if they were to do this alien invasion and he shows up and it's all, you know, projections and drones and you know, whatever, something with Elon Musk and his Starlinks, you know, and it's just... This image, it, they would probably make him like sort of black, probably a lesbian. You know what I mean? That's like, exactly <laughs> what I was saying. It'd be a black lesbian. All right. And the, oh, It'd be somewhere between Jean Pierre and Kamala Harris. <laughs> somewhere in between them, they would be the god. You know, like they would totally fuck up the whole thing and try to go woke with the imagery. And obviously, I think Bob Igar of Disney would get fired for it. Ultimately, that's kind of <laughs> what we could see happening. I just hope it's not Scorsese directing the invasion. Otherwise, it's going to take forever. That's right, folks. Prepare yourself. If it is Scorsese that directs this fake invasion, uh, it'll be a four and a half hour invasion. It's going to take a. It's going to be a Excuse slow me, burn. Alien Overlord. No, this is very, very scary, very intense. Can we do a little intermission? Yeah, that's right. Got to pee. Any chance we get some hot dogs and popcorn break uh, <laughs> up in this beast of a production? I like to get high in the middle of my takeovers. Is that okay? Just read up a little bit. Uh, Well, I was kidding around earlier. Uh, Hey, you know, there is really important stuff going on around the world. And it's, it's a good thing that the writers are back from the strike we never remembered. Because now we have all the Jimmies in the world back on TV to remind us of all the very important stuff happening around us that we should really be paying attention to. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, uh, may have some explaining to do. Have you been following this mystery of whether or not Ron DeSantis wears lifts in his boots? A number of people have oh, been claiming he wears Fuck, Frank. Fuck you. Stop. I was going to bring this up to you because I thought I finally had a conspiracy you didn't hear about. No, I love this. Have you seen, uh, the, have you seen the video of him walking with these boots, dude? That's so funny. This is a huge It's not even a conspiracy. Yeah, this guy's wearing lifts. Well, no, I, I literally titled it in the docket Clown Shoes. Ron DeSantis yeah. boots. <laughs> It's, it's, he's wearing clown shoes, man. Come on. like I like DeSantis. I like what he did and stood up for during the COVID lockdowns. I feel like he was a beacon of freedom, uh, a lone you know, beam of light in the darkness at that time. However, man, he's just playing all the wrong cards in this election cycle. No, and he just has no chance against the behemoth that is the MAGA crowd and Donald Trump. And uh, the best part about this is I love when the Jimmies are making fun of uh, anybody, especially on the right. But uh, the Jimmy here brings on a clip of Don Jr. making fun of Ron DeSantis. So this is this is a layered cake for you all. Make him taller. He says, no way, I do not do that. But experts on the subject disagree. Politico went to three prominent bootmakers, and they asked if... Yeah, there's nothing going on in the world, folks. Political, <laughs> Politico is dedicating beat writers to, to find three boot experts. That's They looked at the Hunter Biden story, saw there was nothing to write about. So then they went to boot experts for Ron DeSantis. Somewhere out there in the Donbass, Zelensky is shedding a single tear. <laughs> Like that Indian? <laughs> no money, no cocaine, no peace. He thought DeSantis was enhancing his height. They all said yes. He claims to be 5'11", which is important, by the way. One of the- and I picked this clip, Mike, for you. I love I picked it. This is the this best part of the whole for story. For you, man. He claims to be 5'11", which is important, by the way. One of the most important qualities we consider when choosing a leader is that person's height. But... <laughs> That's why I've been pushing for a President Kareem for many, many years. But how about a President Five Seven Seven? Man, I think we need a man. I mean, how about a man with some power behind that height? But he's gonna. Hey, play- I too, you know, like to measure a man up. But you know, you gotta <laughs> include the other dimension there. <laughs> five Seven Seven is way better than a Five Eleven Three. It's all about the multi-dimensional, multi-universe here, people, aren't we? It's a three-dimensional world we live in, brother. (laughs) Don't sell me short about a third dimension. (laughs) 
President Kareem for Hello, many, now. many years, but many of Ron DeSantis' critics think he is smaller than he says. You notice how the top of the boot literally almost touched And this is Don Jr. on some random podcast. I really don't like this guy. You know, it, yeah, there's something um, unlikable about the Don Jr. Dude, it's incredible. He literally is Gavin Newsom. Yeah, he, and he's married to and his wife. And then he's married to the wife. Yeah. He's, he's Republican like, Gavin Newsom. You're right. He's he's East Coast no, his, American his psycho. Wa- his wife literally looked at at uh, Gavin Newsom yes. one day. It was like, I love everything about you, but I wish you would vote Republican. <laughs> Not only to John, Don Jr. Actually, I think she just re- re- like she may just prefer the weather on the East Coast. She went from that- L.A. American <laughs> Psycho <laughs> to New York. American Psycho. American Psycho. Yeah. yeah. She just switched right? Amer- yeah, she switched coasts on the American Psycho, man. That's all she did. That's a little colder, and he's got the beard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, he's, got the, he's got that New York toughness. No, you know what it is? It's Gavin's with the Hollywood elites. They are into mm. the creepy pedo weird shit, man. That's... You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, uh, she's more into the Hampton elites. We just want to fuck the kids. We don't want to kill them and drink them. They're <laughs> a not a monster. She's more of an Epstein crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, just fuck them. What happened to the good old days? We just fucked the kids. I didn't even drink their blood. That's West Coast shit. Dude, you know what's fucked up is that sounds like the reality of it, actually. I think I think you know we just hit the head on the nail. It was too that real. It. That's what kind of creeps me out, man. I don't know how to go forward from there. Like, oh, my God, I think that's the reality. Well, ladies and gentlemen, podcast over. That was the conclusion that we were aiming for. You know, we were trying to find out that. Folks, we solved the world. We figured we out what's <laughs> Holy God. That just gave me the. The chills, man. I can't believe that. I think you're right on the money. I think the Hollywood elites and the political elites on the West Coast are into the, like, demonic eating of the kids. And then the East yes. Coast folks, they just want to do the fucking. They're not, you know, they like the diddling, you know? And then this new Austin crowd, they fuck them, eat them, but they're all Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're talking about the uh, Joe Rogan gang, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucked the Latino kids. So nobody really cares. <laughs> they come up from Nicaragua. Careful how you say it. Nobody cares. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Niger. All right. <laughs> Pure struggle on episode two every time. So, uh, all right, should we continue down this clown show? And we got Don Jr., the elites on the uh, East Coast who. Uh, swooned. I love it. Gavin Newsom's wife. All right, he's going to tell us uh, all about the boot situation. It's smaller than he says. You notice how the top of the boot literally almost touches the bottom about three inches in? Like, that's just weird, folks. Uh, you know, say what you want. Weird like your I'm face? I'm criticizing that mentality. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot going on there with the whole thing. He's uh, missing that the chin action or something. I don't know what's happening there. His face is about three inches off. <laughs> that insecurity. Okay, if you're that insecure, just if you're five seven, whatever he is, like hey, own it, right? That insecurity on a world stage is not gonna work out well. Did you notice he chose five seven? He did choose five seven. I think they're scared of the greatness. They're scared of five seven, man. That's yeah, a great. It's a great height. Great. I'm telling you, you yes. people don't know what you're missing. That's the kind of stuff. Oh, that gets and you know, you know, uh, he's all over the news because he testified or whatever. That guy for sure has the hair plugs. So Listen, guy, that's actually why you're, <laughs> you're you're not one to be sitting there talking about being confident and everything. <clears throat> As a five seven bald man, I look at you and laugh. Like, dude, wow. you try so hard with the beard, the hair plugs, and then you're gonna go out there lecturing about like, you know, <clears throat> own the way you look. All right, buddy. The only per- I mean, you got nine people out there right now owning the way you look today. Wow. You, you know? Beautifully stated, my man. And yes, true to form, he's a Trump. He's got to have the plugs. They all do the plugs. Look, Trump is king plug. Yeah, he had the OG plugs. That's why he's got the scar and the... But he also doesn't hide from it. He's, you know what I mean? Like, Trump. Trump's a weird-looking dude, but he owns it. 
Yeah, he, yeah, he did. And right. Don Jr., I'm going to say he's also, he probably fully embraces being a Trump and being a weird looking dude. And he. No, he, he tries to be a, he tries to be a newsome. You think he's he, trying to be a newsome? He's trying so hard. You know who embraces the retard face? His brother. No, he's got a beard now, too. I saw he took the stand today. No. Yeah, he's rocking the, everyone's rocking the beard, man. Beard is in. Nah. I don't like the beard. I like to go just, listen, I don't hide anything. Well, the beard is in, so I told Emma I'm going to do the goatee with the sideburns. <laughs> I miss the goatee with the sideburns. It's such a hilarious look, man. Dude, so I saw this guy the other uh, yesterday or two days ago. It doesn't matter. And uh, dude, I was like, "Holy shit! Awesome sideburns! Yes! Sideburns are coming back!" I right? told you, I Got saw closer. some sideburns. Yes. <clears throat> Got closer. It was a tranny, oh, a lady yeah. fella. Oh well, hey, props on the I sideburns, man. <laughs> well, then I realized lady fellas never—they don't really get those full beards. They get the perfect sideburns. Ah, all right. And lady fella, yeah, you can you can rock the sideburn there a little bit, I guess. You know, if you're you're gender bending or mixing the the look, you know, and the sideburn, I think I've seen that too, where they even like style it, they'll color the burn pink, you know, and that that's I don't know, I've been, I think men need to recapture the facial hair uh, situation. I've been watching the baseball playoffs, and they, uh, the p- the pitchers, fully embracing of the mustache look. Pitchers love the mustache. Not a fan. Not a fan. I, I, but I'm just saying, it's the straight men that are donning the stash these days, and I kind of uh, have been seeing more sideburn action on the streets, and I think maybe men are taking back the facial uh, hair situation here, especially in the age of the lady fellas, you know, trend. I think, you know, people on both sides, women almost are overly embracing femininity, and then men are starting to overly embrace masculinity, which is a really good thing for our culture. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. I think we're fucked. We're probably fucked. Yes, I think it's a very good good chance, dude. We went too far. We progressed ourselves over the hill. That's very possible. Yeah, I mean, we just... uh, Currently, we're stuck generationally. I think the millennials did a poor job with this Gen Z group. I can't imagine what the Gen Z kids are going to be like. There's a good chance Gen Z doesn't even have kids. If we really look at the landscape here, if 80% of them are gay and trans, who's having kids <laughs> in the next generation, man? We may be done. That that could uh, be it. We, be- we better keep Al Pacino alive. Yes, that's right. We need Mick Jagger and Al Pacino to start pumping whores left and right, man. We're going to need you to impregnate another generation. Um, so- Dude, that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to go back to the shoes thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Did you- did you see the uh, clip going around with that Patrick Bet David? No, Pat. No, I his, his podcast is hard to watch. I'm not gonna lie; it's very uh, intense. He's hard to watch. Ever, yeah. But him and everybody on that show, very intense. And this is coming from a guy who screams into this microphone three nights a week. I understand, but <laughs> like a lunatic. Well, well he interviewed uh, DeSantis, the sanctimonious, the sanctimonious. And, uh, <laughs> And he uh, asked him and played the clip and everything. And uh, Ron DeSantis' answer was, listen, they're just everyday normal Fagamaguchi shoes, whatever they are. I don't even know. (laughs) I like what you did there, but I like it. But I was like, dude, (laughs) that did not help your case at all. So you're gay? (laughs) You're hanging out with Macron and Trudeau (laughs) and all those other losers? Oh, yeah. Whether they're altered or not. No man should wear those shoes. DeSantis wears 
cowboy boots. Have you caught on to this? He wore them onto yeah. Bill Maher's show. He looked ridiculous with them ridiculous. on. Ridiculous. As do... Yeah, you got the fucking tree trunk thunder fucking calves over there. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work, man. When was the last time you rode a horse? It's a big thing in the... Uh... In the union, especially like the operator. I don't know. A lot of the operators, they do He's it. pandering. We know he's pandering. It's not working. Wear the shoes that are comfortable comfortable to you and be you. That's what got you there in the first place. I didn't like you because yeah. you wore cowboy boots, dude. I liked you because you were the one standing up to the system. When Joe Biden was mandating vaccines for everybody, you were saying, not in my state. And that was, again, a beacon of light for many people in places like Colorado or Illinois where we were staring down the barrel of mandates. Stick to yeah, it. I don't know how much I still... Uh, I, I don't know if I really want DeSantis to be president, though. That's the problem. I don't think his time is now. No. Doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem to have the momentum. And unfortunately... You know who's... Time is right, dude. It's Trump time, baby. You know it, man. <laughs> dude, the country wants him back. That's the thing. It's each day that passes and every moment we march forward in the Bidenomics, you know, in this Biden, in this build back better experiment, it's worse than ever before than it was during the four years uh, or the three years prior to the COVID lockdowns. And so I just think got- it's becoming more apparent to people. You need to go listen to uh, the Chris Cuomo project. He interviewed uh, James Carville. Ah, I love James Carville. Ah, uh, dude, it is insane what they talk about. As but- <laughs> in, I mean, they're, these are dudes who are so elite, they are completely disconnected from the modern man and what's happening in everyday society. But they're saying pretty much the opposite of what you're saying. You know, and uh, James Carville, his famous line now, he keeps saying it everywhere he goes, is that, yeah, there's a couple bad Democrats, there's extremes everywhere. The difference is only 10% of the, of the Democrats are extreme, but MAGA extremists, that's 65% of the Republican Party. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrorists, baby! <laughs> so. Yeah, it's wacky yeah. stuff. Uh... <laughs> well, DeSantis clown shoes, I love it. It's a good distraction. We have a lot of bullshit going on around us. And so personally, you know, for me, I, I'm a I'm all in on anything with the shoes. I remember the white boots. You remember the white boots? Oh, how could I forget? Yeah. The white boots were incredible. It was almost as big a deal as the pudding. That's right, the pudding, which I almost missed out on. I forgot that was a thing for people. <laughs> Thank God for Trump Save Pod. Otherwise, we would have no idea. Uh, we almost ended, Frank, we almost ended up with a president who once ate pudding with his finger. I know. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Well, I, again, I think DeSantis trying too hard to be the everyday man. And, Mike, you yourself, you're an everyday man. We opened the show discussing an everyday man situation, working on some plumbing in a school. Well, that... Reminded me instantly of a South Park clip that crossed my way yesterday. I am not in the... Are you subscribed to the Paramount Plus? I think that's where South Park is on now. <laughs> no. I gotta get... No. I think I'm gonna get on it just for South Park. I'm not kidding. Uh, they are... They've. I think they jettisoned from Comedy Central or something, and they're just putting out gems at this point. Uh, once again, Mike, I dedicate this one to you. I think you're gonna really enjoy this. Uh, did I send it to you the other day? I think so. All right. This is a good one. This is uh, South Park, and this is the gentleman of South Park needing, uh, needing a handyman. Excuse me. You're a handyman, right? Can I get you to come look at my oven door? I can trade you services. I have geology skills. Could you come <laughs> fix my door, and I'll give you some geology? Hey, why don't you guys get out of here? You're making the Home Depot look all cheaty. <laughs> So Fucking good. Rich assholes. Oh, oh, man. Boy, I wish I knew how to fix stuff. I'd be rich too. I could know how to fix stuff. The problem is, when I could have been learning how to fix stuff, 
I went to fucking college instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's right. We all went to college. And where did it get us? Yeah, I'm still paying off my college loans. Yeah, so am I. Now I don't know how to do anything because I got suckered into going to college and learning stupid geology that anyone can know because of goddamn AI. <laughs> yeah, fuck college. <laughs> Let's go get our fucking money back. Yeah! Yeah, fuck yeah, so they're, they're marching now to CU Boulder. There's CU Boulder in the background. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Wasted our time! College! Piece of shit, college! Hey, hey, college! You know what you are? You're a scam! College is a scam! Yeah! Yeah, hey, college! Here's my student loan bill that I'm still paying off! Well, guess what? I'm not paying it! Ripping it up. Oh, Joe Biden's about to pay for it. <laughs> we don't owe you money. You owe us money. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... I, man, I'm so glad South Park is back to being South Park and just telling the truth as it is. It's beautiful stuff, man. Dude, that is hilarious. When it's like the Hispanic guy. Yes. He's the rich asshole now. Absolutely, man. Dude, it's so funny. Man, I was ignorant before, you know. I didn't realize, you know, because you go, you see all these construction guys, you know, and they're driving their pickup. What you don't realize is that guy's driving a fucking $100,000 pickup truck. Yes, man. That's an <laughs> you know expensive I mean? automobile. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, he's wearing clothes that are expensive and they're not like the fancy whatever you got, but they're rugged clothes. I don't know. Those guys have money. The they're, working men have money. Working men are doing well and they work hard for a living and it's just uh, a great commentary on currently what is unfolding and we've been kind of detailing it throughout the past year it started way back in january i think it was microsoft google apple facebook all of them almost simultaneously one after another just laid off tens of thousands of employees it, it then occurred later on six months later <clears throat> microsoft and google i think apple again i mean it used to be, what was the phrase from the Biden administration? Learn how to code? Learn to code, right? yeah. Well, now it kind of feels like learn how to go to trade school. I love, yeah, I do love what he said, uh, I could trade you geology. It's the best line of that whole clip. Fuck, dude. Because, man, I got to tell you, that is, you really realize when you have, like, a skill, like, like plumbing, where you're like, holy shit. I don't need any of you people, but you all need me. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And you and I grew up in a home in an environment where not just our dad, but his dad and our uncle and cousins, all men who worked with their hands and passed down information and knowledge on how to do those things. We may not be experts, but we were able at as young people to see men do these tasks. And so we at least had a visual image ingrained in us at a very young age, you know, like how to approach those kind of situations and, and uh, how to fix things and work with your hands like that. And now you got to think about this newer generation of people, right? Like think of these millennials raising the Gen Z that I always rip on. You, you have a bunch of people who never showed these younger people how to fix the plumbing or, you know, change out some tubes under the sink or replace the toilet, you know what I mean? Put in a new socket, you know, like anything. Like, there's there's just nothing. You know, we grew up uh, building up. We tore out the basement and rebuilt it with our dad for years. That was like a project that we worked on, and it was awesome. You know, and I think about all the just yeah, stored. Like 20 years after, dude, like 20 years after doing that. I'm doing a maintenance job, and they're like, "Have you ever uh, done drywall?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And, like, I was rem I was like thinking back to when I was a little ass kid, and like I just figured it out from remembering what Dad did. Absolutely, you know? dude. There are just images of the procedures that are ingrained because we saw them be performed by men who had done them their whole lives, and we saw it at a very impressionable yeah. age, and. If you have kids now and you don't have those natural abilities, <clears throat> how are you possibly going to pass those on to the next generation? You can't. Yeah. So we have multiple generations now of supposed men who can't fix a toilet. Oh, it's unbelievable. 
You know what Uncle God taught me? And <laughs> not the most uneducated man, right? <laughs> <laughs> it dyslexia. Like <laughs> just like like yeah, I can barely read, like just but he's so <laughs> smart when it comes Spoke to two languages. mechanics Come and on, stuff. Man. Three three languages. He could speak three languages. I think that's pretty three smart. Three languages. Yeah. And uh what I just remember as a kid, always working on lawnmowers and trucks with him. And the the thing he taught me, which has been for every job I've ever had, just the it's the best advice for anybody. It's almost <laughs> always the simplest answer. Right? Absolutely. Best ex- best example is the other day this guy's truck stopped working, gets out, there's fuel everywhere, right? Oh my god, what's going on? This just spewing fuel. Oh my god, there's a got to be is it a broken hose? Is it a hole in the gas tank? Did the engine blow? Did you just get a service recently? Yeah, like 2 <laughs> days ago I got a service. It's probably a loose filter. There it is. You go in there. It wasn't the filter. It was actually the hose on top of the filter housing that they didn't put the clip on all the way. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's almost always going to be the simplest answer. Will the engine blow? Sometimes, yes. I've seen it. But, you know, one oh, out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, it's always the simplest answer. Like, if you're holding a gun... And someone's filming you holding the gun. And then the gun accidentally, let's say, just <laughs> goes off, right? And nobody can seem to figure out, like, hey, how did this gun go off? And you're like, I don't know. It's impossible to know. We'll never know. It must have been somebody else, an act of God, right? No, no. No, usually it's the simplest answer, right? Usually, pretty much all the time, when a gun goes off, the person holding the gun is the one who pulled the trigger. And so that's why when it comes to, you know, filming a movie, holding a gun, shooting somebody accidentally and killing them, it's usually the simplest answer, folks. Usually it's the guy who's holding the gun, right? Oh, uh, dude, uh, they just did this, like, propaganda clip for uh, Zelensky in Ukraine, and it was the Ukrainians. They're on the front line. They all run up to their trees that they're taking <laughs> cover behind, right? They take one knee, and they're aiming. It is so intense. They're trying to look intense. And the, the camera guy goes in front of them. And he's like, you're like the you're like, holy shit, this guy is looking down the barrel of these guys' guns. And in my head, I'm just thinking, isn't this how Alec Baldwin shot a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Sean Penn yells, cut, cut, ah, oh, we have to do the scene oh. again. Yeah, that's uh, how the no, whole Ukraine just, war went. Seriously, they were trying to film it like these were the guys on the front line. And if you are in front of the guys, I'm no expert in war in warfare, but if you are in front of the guys on the front line filming their advance, aren't you being shot by the enemy? Yeah, I for sure. <laughs> I can't get over, dude. Ukraine is so gone and lost because it never happened. I'm telling you right now, compared to what is unfolding Ugh. in Israel and Gaza. Ukraine was never a real war or a conflict. You want to know how I know it didn't happen? All this, all the missiles we sent to Ukraine are now bombing Israel. Yes, they're in Hamas's <laughs> hands, man. <laughs> how That's did that right. happen? Exactly. We need more money for cocaine, <laughs> uh, bombs for Hamas, uh, money for like suitcase. <laughs> it's like when Iron Man gets blown up by his bomb that says Stark Industries. That's exactly it, like, man. Absolutely. That's so funny, dude. And I just, this is, uh, this is the proof in my mind. Like, we have so many theatrical images from Ukraine, but the imagery from Israel and Gaza is horrifying and zero thematic anything. It's just like cell phone imagery of bloody, dismembered humans on both sides. It's terrible looking. It looks like a like a war is going on there when <laughs> everything that I saw for the last year out of Ukraine looked like just a theater production starring Sean Penn and Ben Stiller. I got to ask you, Gaza, Gaza and uh, Israel, have you seen one high, visi- high visibility band? No. Good call. Any, it's, you're talking about any the high um, visibility belts. You're talking about those orange will... bands that were around all those soldiers' arms that we saw at the onset of uh, the Ukraine conflict. In Ukraine, even today, they still wear the armband. 
It is so you don't get run over by trucks or tanks during training missions, right? If it was a real war, you don't care if the, you don't want anybody to see you. That's why you're wearing camouflage. And I got to ask, I think it's what's on everybody's mind is where is Sean Penn's Academy Award for BB Netanyahu? I think he deserves an <laughs> Academy Award for this one, right? Come on, man. Ah, he's a Jew. We're just going straight for the Nobel Prize. <laughs> 